Well, good evening, Whitney. How are you? Oh, hi. How are you? Oh, you know, just sitting in my bed and put my little one to sleep. And now I'm just hanging out with you. Um, so I guess we should start off and introduce ourselves. Um, believe it or not, listeners, this is our second attempt at doing this because I don't know why I say believe it or not, because after they listen to this, they will not be surprised what bit whatsoever that this happened. It will be pretty easy to believe. Um, Whitney and I did a two-hour podcast and only recorded hmm, 35 minutes of it. So we had to scrap that and start over. But um, before we jump into it, uh, the name of this podcast uh, is Two Pisces and a Pod. Uh, my name is Jessica and my co-host is Miss Whitney. And we are both Pisces BFFs and soulmates, and also um, born on the exact same day, one year apart. So uh, we will get into all of that. But this is our podcast where we're going to talk about um, things that have been going on in each other's lives because we currently live on different coasts uh, in the country. But we also um, will use this time to kind of share some of our favorite obsessions as well as. Um, really what it's all based upon, which is our love for being a Pisces. And I mean by love is um, our love-hate relationship with being emotional beings that are trapped inside our bodies. So um, with that being said, um, I'll introduce myself first. Um, My name is Jessica, and I currently reside uh, outside of San Francisco. Uh, You can call it the Burbs, but really it's more like right on the other side of the Berkeley Hills. So I still think it's quite chic. I don't feel like I'm too far out. You can't really qualify that the Burbs. Uh, It's more like a little mountain town outside of the city. Um, I am originally from Kentucky, but I do not have near as cute of an accent as Whitney because my parents also raised me in Detroit, Michigan. So I have a really odd monotone voice. And uh, yeah, I I am a, a... a woman of all over the Midwest, the South, and now the West Coast. And uh, I am excited to, you know, share this time with you guys because I have a 10-month-old baby that requires a lot of attention. And this is my time to kind of be selfish and dish things out with Whitney that are going on in our lives and talk about some of the things that we're doing to stay sane during this uh, global pandemic and uh, catch up while also selfishly talking about all of the things that we want to buy or have purchased. Um, so uh, that's really what you need to know about me. Uh, you'll, I'm sure you'll get used to hearing our voices, but that's me. And I want to introduce you to my colleague and my best friend and my sister of March 18th, Miss Whitney Sprague. Hello, hello, everybody. How we doing? <laughs> um, I'm Whitney. <laughs> I love it. I live in Louisville, Kentucky. Born and raised, um, the COVID nineteen pandemic has, of course, affected us all. Um, but I currently do not have a job; I'm unemployed. Uh, but in my prior existence, I was an event manager for a spirits company, um, so lived a very social life, hoping to get back to that ASAP. Um, one of five kids, so large family. Um, everybody's kind of crazy, but in the very best of way. I just moved in with my boyfriend officially last week. I have an adorable little little mini Australian Shepherd and a English Bulldog that we love and adore very much. Um, But yeah, I'm a social bird. Uh, Jess is my (laughs) uh, soul sister. Uh, And yeah, we're really excited to do this podcast. Um, You know, era grievances, you know, figure figure things out as we go. Um, and I hope you guys are entertained by it as well. I mean, if they're not, then I don't know what to tell them. I guess that sponsor money ain't coming in. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
um, What we're going to do every week is I am going to try to follow somewhat of an agenda while to keep us on track and to have segments while also knowing that there's a large chance that we're going to be going rogue on many of these episodes. Uh, That's what you call a podcast, right? An episode. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Um, So I just realized I basically didn't say anything about myself except for where I lived. So um, yeah, I'm an interior designer. In my past life, I was a digital marketing consultant. So uh, Whitney and I both uh, have extroverted positions, but it's funny because Whitney is way more magnetic and is definitely more social than me, yet um, I get FOMO but don't want to leave my house. So I, <laughs> I share that comment of wanting to get out, but then at the same point time when I go out, I get so anxious, I'm crying to get back home. So <laughs> we're going to talk about all those different elements of our personality as we go through this. Um, but uh, let's kind of start out. So our first segment is going to be um, about what our this week's po- uh, this week's horoscope is for us as Pisces. However, the first thing that I want to do is I want to tell you guys just a little bit about Pisces and general. So if you guys are a Pisces, then you should be able to understand this. Um, I'm going to do a little breakdown on what a March 18th Pisces is and what they represent. So there's somebody who is obviously a Pisces and being a Pisces born on March 18th, it means that your personality is defined by being an experimental and passionate nature or being in an experimental and passionate nature. I can't read, but I do understand this stuff. While there are plenty of people who shy away from new experiences or situations, we're not among them. You have to have a truly adventurous spirit that will allow you to try anything once. As a result of your varied interest, you've gone through numerous numerous phases of self-expression. You take to all of life's matters with intensity and passion. Yes, and I do feel tired from that all the time. That's 100% accurate. (laughs) And this is especially true with your loved ones when when you're concerned Sorry, when your loved ones are concerned, as you will wholeheartedly dedicate your time and effort to your friends and family. Amen. Now, what's also interesting about that is that um, my nickname growing up was Mommy Junior. My mom gave that to me, Whitney, because she used to say, you're not the mommy I am. So I've always, since I was a little girl, enjoyed wanting to, I have no idea what's going on in my own life, but I feel like I should always have an opinion on somebody else's. So I don't know if you can relate to that. Absolutely. Oh, 100% (laughs) without a doubt. I mean, literally the phrase of those that cannot do teach, that is me. I'm like, oh, and this those who can't, do, but I have no clue. <laughs> and those who can't teach, teach Jim. What movie is that from? <laughs> I don't know. Oh God, that is awesome. <laughs> it's from a movie. I can't take credit. But, um, our birthday element is water. Um, I know that this is incredibly true for me. Water is in so important in my life. Um, I really wanted to have a water birth with my son. I chickened out because I couldn't have drugs. Um, but I love water. I actually try to average two baths a day. If I've got five minutes, I've got time to take a long bath. And by that, I mean, I will run the tub for three minutes. I will sit in the tub for one minute and I will not wash my hair, do anything. I will literally just sit there and soak and just like sit in the water. It is my favorite thing in the entire world. I love a bath. And I moved to California part, partly for a new adventure, but then also because I love being near the water. So the hardest part of this entire isolation for me has been not being able to go to the ocean. So I just, I, I crave it. I feel peace at it. And when I die, do, don't you dare bury me under the ground. I want my ashes spread over the Pacific Ocean at Big Sur. So you're hearing that here. Yep. That's it. Yes, I'm the exact same, 100%. <laughs> I mean, my whole, literally my house looks like I live actually just at the beach. It's literally <laughs> a beach house in the middle of Louisville, Kentucky, and I'm perfectly fine with it. Every picture on the wall is either a palm tree, some like Slim errands vintage shot, yep. a gray mail-in, you know, aerial shot. I mean, you name it. Yep. I'm trying to literally get myself out of the bluegrass into yep. Palm Springs ASAP. Oh, um, so I'm right there with you, girlfriend. All the time. I'm so, so there. So, uh, 
Also, I want to thank astrology.com, who is not sponsoring us because this is where I got all of this information. Um, and a little bit about our personality. Um, being born on March 18th uh, depends upon a psychic awareness to guide his or her actions. So he or she may appear to be caught up in a compulsive, even reckless behavior. They're actually centered emotionally and spiritually. These pioneers are not afraid to embrace challenges, which actually goes to explain uh, that I and we'll just be really open because I think it's all about mental health. In fact, we were supposed to do this podcast this morning, but I had to text Whitney and say, oh, sorry, I have my telehealth uh, uh, doctor's appointment with my therapist and I just cannot miss that. So every two weeks, every, every, every time I have to be there because I, for one, can get so in my head. And on top of that, I have obsessive compulsive disorder, which by the way, does not mean that I like an organized closet. If you saw my house right now, if you are that type of person, you would puke. I am literally an unorganized mess. I am a creative being who lives in chaos and loves beautiful things. But being obsessive compulsive doesn't mean that you're organized. It actually means that you're just afraid of all sorts of irrational fears and you get stuck in your mind all the time. So if you're one of those yes, people, you, know, you got it. <laughs> that's interesting because I actually am, um, I was diagnosed OCD as well. What? I'm, I'm, yeah. So I'm not a very, very, yes. uh, anyone that's ever met me knows that I'm a very obvious ADHD hyper, hyperactive to an ungodly extent where I cannot sit still have to be yep. open at all times, which is honestly my superpower. I believe. Yeah. But, um, I also scored really high on the OCD um, train, but yeah, I agree with you 100%. I think people have a complete misunderstanding yes. as to what OCD is. They think it's like for you, tap or you mm -hmm. or organize your shoes and you label everything it's like yeah maybe ocd manifests in that regard to certain people yes really how it manifests in my life is a train of compulsive thinking yes. that i can't get off of absolutely so that's going on a deep dive of like I, I you name it like a vintage print that i'm obsessed with i'll spend like eight hours like doing that or i like obsess over you know just whatever oh, yeah. it is it's to be one thing that i can't get off of so I'm 100% there with you and yep. I hear your girlfriend. Oh yeah. And it's, and it's, and it, and I agree, like part of being OCD is a, uh, you're adapting, you know, it's something that for me, my first, in my first experience and remembering like having it was when I was really small, my sister was in the hospital and, um, I started counting and skipping steps because it told me that if I did those things, that there was a chance that my sister wouldn't die. And that's my very first memory of it. And that's the whole thing about it is that was my how my my child brain and adults get it too. A lot of different people get it at different times in their life. But I've had it my whole life. And that was a coping mechanism for me. So in some ways, it yeah. got me through a really tough experience. But in other ways, it's debilitated me in my life because it can be a great thing as far as, you know, um, you know, being being able to confront, you know, certain issues in your life. And but it can become very debilitating when it takes a fearful path. And so I think that that's something that for any of our listeners, uh, you know, if you're feeling that way. Our goal with this podcast is to say, like, listen, you know, all of that stuff is completely normal. Whitney suffers with depression. I suffer with depression and anxiety. We've all we all have these issues. And our goal with this podcast is and we're not going to say that there's not going to be dark episodes with my personality. There's the chance that there might be more of those than I would like. <laughs> but <laughs> our goal with this is for us to at least be able to provide some sort of escape in your daily life where you can say, man, I'm feeling like really fucked up right now. And I feel stuck and I don't know what to do. I need to laugh. I need five minutes of that. And, or, you know, man, you know, I, I remember I had a therapist who, you know, really did a great job. And she would say, if you're ever feeling like super, super depressed and you can't get out of like, you can't get out of anything, like you can't get out of your mind and you're getting stuck in that pattern, you know, do something fun, you know, reward yourself in some way. And so for me, that's how I got into my love and my passion for interior design is I started doing a really, really, you know, um, 
a good job at being able to find things that brought me joy. And for me, uh, that came into, you know, making my house feel like a home. And so uh, that's really what the whole goal of this is for us to talk about these things that are in our personality, but make us uh, that are different for us. But, you know, I think we all have a kind of a shared common goal that we want to uh, improve on a daily basis. But sometimes we just need a break. Yep, I agree. (laughs) So, Whitney, would you like to hear about what's on our horoscope in the planets for this week? I would. Okay, so this is going to be our first little segment, and it is called This Week's Pisces Plan. So I'm going to stop this recording. Actually, no, I think I can do it at the same time. Let's try this. Sorry, guys. We're using the technology at the exact same time. And by the way, this new technology that I didn't figure out the last time has a huge disclaimer underneath it, Winnie, that says, heads up, you can record for up to 30 minutes in your web browser. If you'd like to record for longer, you can use any app on your computer, then upload the file. So by the way, that's why we only got 30 minutes recorded the last time. (laughs) Huge disclaimer. Now, so this week's horoscope is brought by another website that does not sponsor us, but I do read, and it's Astro Style, which is horoscopes by the Astro Twins. And I don't know anything about that, but I do know that I love a good horoscope. So, this is all about this week, which is, of course, May 18th through May 24th, because time has literally stopped moving. On Wednesday, May 20th, the sun leaves your extroverted, your extroverted, sorry, once again, can't read, or once upon a time, extroverted third house and relocates to Gemini, which ironically perhaps rules your domestic fourth house. From now until June 20th, you can experiment with a deeper level of isolation, especially if you've been bouncing back and forth between Zoom parties and meetings and all of your social media feeds. And frankly, more alone time always feels like a blessing to your internally focused sign. For starters, devote less time on the riffraff and more to the select inner circle. And then once your schedule starts to actually open up, take a look around Chateau Pisces with an objective eye. What tweaks, updates, or makeovers or unders have you been itching to make? This week can jumpstart some big ideas, which for the record, don't need to break the bank. With some ingenuity and a little help from your friends, aka Fred, you can bring that aspirational Pinterest board to life life. Never mind, he's not that talented. While moving, buying, or selling might not be possible yet, you can envision your next phase of life and start to manifest it. During this solar-powered sentimental cycle, family and friends who feel like family are a priority. The next several weeks are perfect for reaching out to relatives and dear old connections. Also on Wednesday, you'll experience a little rocking and rolling courtesy of a square between Venus retrograde and that same home zone and foggy Neptune in your sign. This is the second of three squares, including the recent one on May 3rd and the final one on July 27th. Emotions could get the best of you. Let's brace ourselves on as Neptune disrupts Venus's easy flow. Just when you thought you had your feelings under control, bam, intensity rises to the surface and you're not sure how to rein yourself in. That's terrifying. Don't worry if your cold fish veneer cracks, Pisces. This is the the way you'll get a deeper understanding of something that's been bugging you for a while. Don't rush to make everything all right. Sometimes you have to rock the boat to get back on an even keel. If that's not enough heart-centered action for you, on Friday, the year's only Gemini new moon ushers in even more big changes on the home front. Beyond what the sun is illuminating, what more subtle shifts are you ready to embrace? In spite of the pandemic, some coupled Pisces who don't live together might realize they're actually ready to take that plunge. Oh, Whitney, sound familiar? On the other hand, some who do cohabitate might need more breathing space after being together 24-7-60. I can tell you right now that that is true. This once a year (laughs) lunation in your domestic quarters could inspire you to do something mildly metaphoric or totally transformational. 
all. Don't, but don't rush into anything you're not 100% convinced of. Gemini energy can be fickle. So give yourself until the corresponding full moon, which is also an activating lunar eclipse in Gemini on November 30th to make the sorts of massive changes that can't be reversed. Whew. What do you think? That's a lot. That is a juicy, that's a juicy one right there. That is. And I can tell you that I can relate. In fact, today, one of the things that I have been dying to do since I moved into this house is grass cloth the entire main room in my hallway. And I bought the grass cloth about three months ago. It took two months to get in from the mill. It finally arrived the day that we went into, no, sorry, I bought it maybe four months ago. And then right before shelter in place, the guy was supposed to come install it the day that we got the orders that we couldn't leave or go anywhere. So today was the first day that he was actually able to come install our wallpaper. And of course we barricaded ourselves in our room and he, you know, alcoholed everything down and wore his mask and everything, but it is out of control. So beautiful. I'll send you a picture. Um, and now Fred is actually, and by the way, I haven't even talked about Fred. He's my husband. He drives me insane, but I also love him. Um, he is, (laughs) uh, don't, he'll get a big head, but he's all right. He actually came in here before the episode and asked if he could go mow the grass. And I was like, absolutely not. That's insane. We have an acre and we don't, or half an acre. We don't do anything with it. We have deer that live back there and our back of our house is disgusting. So I just don't care. There's too many things that need to be done on the inside. So then he asked if he could hang up a light and I said, that works. That's fine. Uh And that's our relationship. (laughs) So what about you, Whitney? I mean, I heard something about cohabitating. So I believe that that happened this week. Yes. No, literally the official move-in date was this past Wednesday. Oh my God. um, Or Wednesday of last week. So yeah, I mean, we have just been full steam ahead, getting things organized, you know, cohabitate. I mean, like literally combining of like everything, like cleaning product, you know? Oh yeah. There's so much more than I would have ever imagined. And I'm like, why is this taking so long? Oh my God. Oh, because we have 95 light bulbs. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, that's why. It's amazing when you move in with somebody, just the amount of like having to get to know that person on a deeper level. I'm so lucky because Fred had the worst taste in the entire world and his storage unit burned down before we bought our first house. I have no idea how that happened. I promise it wasn't me, but um, (laughs) no, I truly, I I wish it had been because I would have done it in a heartbeat, but um, it actually was not me. But luckily for us, it burnt down and we couldn't move any of his stuff into our home. And so it was really, it was really nice. Horrifying, Jeff. I know it was really sad. (laughs) (laughs) He just, I just remember when I met him, he had this just disgusting bamboo drawer like thing that looked like it was like out of like I don't even know where it came from. And then on top of it, and this is the thing that's sad is he had tried. There was this little light that was a box so it was like a box light and it looked like you know when you're a kid and you have like they've got those things that like project stuff onto like the ceiling like ponies and stuff it looked like something like that except for it was in a grown college student's no you're not oh oh my god he just came by the window and said I'm gonna go rode my bike and I was like oh my god no you're not um anyways I guess he is um if that baby wakes up and I have to take care of him I want to kill him um so He had this on his, he had this thing and then on it was this, um, rabbit skin and the rabbit skin had, um, which by the way is so weird, had like this weird little like shrine to his fraternity and, oh, of course. And, and let me just be really, I mean, he put his three letters on his, uh, uh, the other day. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, what is happening? I see. Here's, here's the thing is like. I well, so am 35. You're yeah. 20, you're 35. Wow. And anybody who like probably knows me knows I'm just like not into that. I was like never super attracted to like 
men who are like in fraternities. So it's kind of hilarious that that's who I ended up with. And if you're married to somebody who's in a fraternity, don't be offended. Or if you're in one, like, I'm sorry. It's just like, wasn't my thing. Like, I just like, you know, I, I just, and I wasn't in a sorority mostly because I, like my dad told me that I had a choice before I went to college that I could either not rush or not go to college because I got caught drinking and driving, um, before I, um, went to college by my dad, not by a police officer. So it was really um, embarrassing. Um, Yes. So thank God I don't drink and drive anymore. Uh, Thank you, Uber. Um, But also, um, you know, I I didn't have that option. And by the time that the second time rolled around my sophomore year, I just didn't really care. And I know you were in a sorority. So like, you know, you, you can probably relate more to Fred. um, But I, I just remember the first time I saw his car thinking, what a douchebag. He had, it looked like bubble letters on the back of a, yeah. a, his Explore bubble letters. And we all know what bubble letters yeah. look like. And he swears that's not what they were, but that's what it looked like to me. And it had to have been at least two by four. Like it was huge. Uh, and oh, it yeah. said Sigma Chi. And I just remember being like, that guy is yeah, not for me too much. yeah but too much. that w- but I decided to look past that because I guess I thought he was cute so then flash forward I'm in his little his uh, little you know apartment and on this little rabbit skin he's got like his little fraternity pen and he's got some weird little token and he's got like a bunch of other little knickknacks but they're all like laid out like a shrine and I just remember being like this yeah. guy is weird and then I married yeah. him so Love yeah, that. I mean that's that's it. But luckily for me, we didn't have to combine stuff. It just burnt down. So, right. um, well, I mean, th- you know, thank God, small blessings. Yeah, they're uh, obvi- honestly. I mean, I couldn't uh-huh. I couldn't have been luckier. Um, so what what are you guys like? You know, how's it going? How is it like? Are you guys together like all the time? How's it? How's it? Th- that's the transition. So weird, and honestly, that's what I was so freaked out about. I was like, you know, I don't know how living with. And I mean, we've been together six months now, which is a fairly yeah. you know, new relationship, you know, and I was really nervous about that. I don't know how this is going to work. And I can't lie. It's honestly worked out so well. It's I'm shocked. Ugh. I'm shook. I mean, you know what I mean? I'm sometimes shook. sometimes you have to be, you know what I, I mean? But then you it's know like, this better than anyone. He's just pleasant. Yeah. I mean, he's just pleasant and he's nice and he's kind and he loves me and he's forgiving of my moodiness and. He just accepts me as I am. And so honestly, I literally have no complaints, which is very weird because just as you know, yes. I uh, would be more than happy to complain. Yeah. I mean, now, <laughs> granted, if it's still going this smoothly in six months, I will murder you and him because it's unfair. <laughs> but um, I am so happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, and by the way, and I know we'll talk about this on an, on another um, episode because we'll have to discuss who this person is, but um, I'm sorry, but when did uh, Mal, who, by the way, is a common friend of ours, um, she's engaged to a uh, a guy who likes wine. So now Mal drinks at dinner. I mean, oh, she normally orders Diet Coke okay. with us. I feel no, no. so offended. Oh, my God. It's amazing, Jeff. She literally now she's like ordering like bougie you know oh my. red wine at dinner and it's the best thing ever i'm like thank god i'm like no that's all we ever wanted that's to all do we, honestly just have one glass of red wine i mean literally at my birthday i think one time she's like y'all have a glass of champagne and she didn't even drink the whole thing and i just remember being like okay i, I mean like are you planning I'm on leaving are you going plan on going to the bathroom and then leaving halfway through dinner <laughs> like what's happening so i mean well, i haven't met this no. gentleman but i already feel like a oh. sign of relief He's a keeper, to say that. I mean, I'm looking to send a gift just so I can get a complimentary fucking flower oh, vase like he's been sending out. Some. Oh, my. Yeah. Jesus. Absolutely. I'm like, gosh, <laughs> can I sprain my ankle? How does this work? You know what I mean? I'm like, can you send me some florals? <laughs> I mean, he did. She meet the even more generous version of her. Like God, I don't, I don't no, even know. she did. I, yes, I mean, he's honestly Matthew is one of a kind. He is my true beloved man, and I'm obsessed with him. I'm, I'm obsessed with him. dying to know. I mean, uh-huh. more about all of this. You're and then, You're I mean, it's. I mean, granted, I'm a little irritated with both of you that you guys' relationships are going so smoothly and wonderful, just because <laughs> I currently. And cohabitating with my partner now of close to 11 years. And I, uh, 
there are days that I have to go back and remind myself about why I decided to get married so young, but you know, uh, wow. Well, Jess, you know, I'll, I'll, we'll chat and we'll chat in 11 years. So, you know, oh my now, God. In 11 years, I'm either going to have been married for 20, wait, 11 plus 11, 22, or I'll be divorced. I mean, and either one of those could be tough. I mean, it's an either or. For me, it's an either or. And I've already identified so many future ex-husbands. I'm oh. like, you're my future ex-husband. I you're, mean, you know what I mean? It's like I think that unfortunately for me, I'm probably gonna die first. And so it's gonna be more like <laughs> if he mar if God if he if he marries anybody with a ounce of more attraction than me. I mean, I'm just not, I'm just not going to have it. Well, I mean, she's yes, just that's not going to happen. Well, awesome. I mean, you're too sweet, but I mean, it could a hundred percent happen. <laughs> so let's, let's dive into our next little section, shall we? Yeah. We are now to our next little section, which is every week we're going to talk about our obsessions. But before we do that, we're going to um, quickly go through a few things as far as getting to know who we are uh, on a deeper level, because I think it's really important uh, for us to be able to, um, uh, for you guys to be able to get to know us a little bit. So uh, Whitney, what is the most embarrassing fact about you? Oh gosh, I mean, there's plenty. Um, yes, oh lord, I mean, I, legally, I can't announce anything. Where I'm just kidding, but no, I mean, obviously, so much of illegal stuff I've done. Um, embarrassing fact, God, I mean, you know what? Here's, I'm just gonna say it. I fart in my sleep. I do. Oh, and quite honestly, they're so loud that I wake myself. <laughs> And that's just me keeping it absolutely 100. Well, on that note, I would say probably my most embarrassing is that um, when I was giving birth, I would thought I was 100% going to shit myself. But believe it or not, I didn't. Um, however, yep. um, I was so hot and uncomfortable that I completely stripped down into nothing and um, didn't care who was in the room. And on top of that, uh, I would say that during labor, I kept telling the nurse, I really think I'm going to poop. I really think I'm going to poop. And she was like, yeah. I'm looking and I felt your bowels and there's nothing in there. That's the baby. And I just said it over and over again. So instead of like oh, yeah. cussing and doing the normal, my most um, probably uh, current embarrassing fact, because there's definitely way more embarrassing facts I'm sure out there. But I would say that's my most recent was that that was what my labor cry was, is I'm really sorry. I think I'm going to poop. So, well, I mean, yeah. it's a legitimate concern. Yeah. And, um, you know, let's stay blessed because you didn't do it. Yeah. And now I'm, and, and my second, I guess, would be that, I did go back to the doctor for my checkup after giving birth and they said all my incisions look good because I had terrible tearing because I gave birth to uh, a a large human um, and he had a huge yeah. head. Um, so I, I would say that with my other one is that I am truly afraid to look down there now just terrified as i don't know well, I mean, uh, is is it the same layout as pre-baby or is it different i don't know i'm a little nervous I don't know. I don't so know. yeah that's mine so what about three adjectives that describe you golly i mean this changes on a daily basis let's <laughs> be honest but uh you know i would say overall um certainly energetic mm. um Outgoing. Yep. And I don't know. Optimistic. That's a good one. I would I would say I am a creative, passionate, and opinionated person. I would say those are the three things those that are describe perfect. Those me. are literally perfect. <laughs> I mean, not always the best qualities. Uh, or the worst, but those are what that that's what I would say they are. What about your favorite cuss word? Fuck. Oh, I mean, you know what I mean? I Just love fuck. motherfucker. Yes. You know, go fuck yourself. Yes. 
you know, yes. who gives a fuck. Yes. Yeah. I you actually, know, any, any variation of that word. Oh yeah. I actually recently was in a, um, I went to, uh, I went to, uh, an antique market with my mom before the pandemic and I was backing out of her driveway and I had started to head down the road and this young kid slammed into the back of me, um, on his way to brunch. And yeah. he, uh, was like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And he, we both ended up having state farm and he, um, and, and he told them that part of it was my fault. And then the claim agent had said, no, you're right. It, uh, it definitely was his fault, blah, blah, blah. And then they reversed it because I had said that my back had hurt a little bit. Not a big deal. Didn't say I need to go to the doctor. Nothing like that. I just said they just asked if uh, how I was feeling. They said my back hurts a little bit, but I'm okay. And they decided to reverse the claim because the girl said she was playing with toy cars on her desk. And that's how she made the decision oh that God. I could be held responsible. Mm -hmm. So I reached out constantly to State Farm over and over again. And I wrote the CEO of the company two emails and he never got back to me. So I, t every time I see the stupid That's State crazy. Farm commercials and I see the CEO in it, you can ask Fred, I literally go, fuck you, you balding fuck. <laughs> I, to, I believe it. And and now this is nothing against people who are balding. In fact, I find most bald men very attractive. I mean, Jason Statham. 100%. Okay, you know, but there's something about the CEO of State Farm that just, I mean, he's just a fucking prick. And that's just how I feel. And I'm sorry Brian if he ever listens to this, but I still feel that way. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyways, what about uh, this? What would you say your favorite meal is? Pizza, 100%. Mm, that's I a mean, good one. It could be, uh, you know, fire oven fire whatever it is pizza you know neapolitan style it could be papa john's for all i care i'll take pizza in any form mm. absolute 100 favorite food of all time mm. i'm a pasta girl i love pasta i can't get enough of it i would eat it every single day i think in my past life i was like an italian woman who worked in a kitchen who just like ate you know bread and tomato sauce like all day oh, every day absolutely. like and cheese oh, oh my god oh my gosh sliced cheese oh, there's last night ugh. we had a french uh baguette it was like a local ugh. bakery sliced it toasted it we did a little olive oil drizzle with fresh Man. parmesan grated garlic i mean it was so honestly that's a death row meal for me right there ugh. just a bread garlic oil just delish. No, Done. I mean, and you, you know, this, my, my husband's actually a really great, uh, uh, cook, but he makes this roasted red pepper pasta and this asparagus. Next and I level. swear to God, I could have it every single day for every meal and I would never get sick of it. And he makes this like garlic that best. like is in the asparagus that then he puts on top of the pasta. And at the end, it sounds so disgusting, but it's so good. I take, I get to take a spoon and I go around the side of like the pan that he cooked the garlic in that he baked it in. And I just like sit and I eat just like the crunchy garlic right off the spoon. And I'm, and he's still so the best thing ever. Yeah. And I can very much avow for this meal. Oh, so good. Okay. So, um, what would you say, um, your all time favorite beauty product is? That's tough. I know. Um, I do love, can't lie, old school, NARS lip. Like the funny mm, face. Yep. NARS lip yep. is one of my all-time faves. I love a Becca highlighter. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I would say those two. Oh, and there's this Smashbox. Smashbox old school. It's kind of like a purple tint eyeshadow that I can't live without. And they discontinued it. So I what? bought like eight things of it yeah oh my god you sound like but me those are my those are my three there used to be and you can't find it anymore and i at one point bought all of them that you could at walgreens um the best bronzer that ever existed was this cover girl classic tan and it was in that old school like brown you know uh uh what do they call those what do they call the, a compact and yep. it and it was the most amazing bronzer it had no shine no sparkle in it it was just a simple perfect color uh the closest thing i've been able to find that's similar is the benefit hula 
Um, but it's still not near as good. Yeah. And it's still not, yeah. And I, I hear you on that because I have that. Yeah. And every time I'm underwhelmed. Yeah. Like, why did I buy this again? Yeah. It's you know like, what I mean? because it's like the best one that you can find that doesn't have a ton of sparkle in it. And I I'm, know, and I'm matte. just like, I'm like, I like a matte. I'm like natural. I agree. And I agree. for me, I guess I just, I'm skincare like all day, every day. Like I cannot, I'm, I'm not afraid to do anything. I've gotten my lips done. I've gotten Botox. I've, I mean, I've, I've colored my hair blonde. I've colored my hair black. I mean, I've done it all. And I, you know, recently cut my own hair and now I have incredibly short hair above my shoulders. And if you know me, actually, I have really long hair. So that was a big thing for me. It was really terrifying. Um, but I do feel better. It's a lot lighter. Um, but I will try anything skincare wise, absolutely anything. And I am trying really hard to support like local businesses and the esthetician that I've worked with who uh, is doing my Botox out here um, has a little place in Montclair, which is um, a little uh, pocket of Oakland. And she's got this amazing, it's her own, it's her own thing. Um, it's a collagen uh, repair serum and it is, I, I mean, I, I use it twice a day. I use it in the morning and I use it at night and I swear my face just feels more moisturized and it also is just like, it's plumper, like in a, in a good way. Um, Does she have a website, Jess? It's Artful Aesthetics. So yeah, it's, I'm looking at the bottle. It's artful-aesthetics.com and she's the sweetest woman ever. And, um, I just love everything that she, that she does, but she's, she, I'm just, that's my thing right now. Um, but I would say other than that, like one of my go-tos is I love anything Joanna Vargas. Um, but she has this, um, one specific toner that I, I just, it's sometimes I will use that, um, well, her, her daily serum is like one of my favorite things of all time, but she has this, um, I'm trying to look it up as we're talking right now. Cause it's one of my favorite things ever. And it's like, it's, it's not really like, it's almost like an essence. If anybody of you guys have ever used one of those, um, which I really enjoy, um, just because I, for me, the more moisturizer that I have, just the better, um, and I, and I just feel like if you do it enough, like your skin just starts to kind of learn and doesn't get as dry. But the my favorite, favorite, favorite thing of hers outside of the daily serum mm. is, and I don't know if you know if I can find it. Um, it's so good. And I don't even know if, she, I, I wonder if, they, if she even makes it anymore. Is it the soap you used to use? I love the soap, but it's not even that. It is, oh my gosh. Does she not make you more? I think I'm gonna cry. Oh, I might have to. I might have to just like Joanna Vargas. Uh, uh, look at me. I'm like literally googling this as we do this. Um, toner. Let's see if it pops up. She might not make it anymore. Um, I don't know if she makes any more, but I literally am like almost out of it right now. And I am, I'm going to get it out of my drawer while we're doing this. We're going live. Going live folks. Okay. Hang 10. It's a skin lotion and it's called Hydrofel and I love it. And I'm now on the website and I don't know if she makes it anymore. <gasps> oh, oh my God. I'm really sorry. It's not by Joanna Vargas, who I do love, by the way. I love, love, love her. And I love the daily serum of hers. It's Erno Laszlo. Oh, I knew I was missing something. So Erno Laszlo Hydrophil. And it is literally the best thing ever. It's a skin supplement is what they call it. It's like a lotion. And I use that after I wash my face every day in the morning and at night. Yeah. And it's amazing. So um, everything that we talk about, by the way, <laughs> these are um, things that, you know, whatever our current uh, obsessions are, uh, we are going to have a website at some point. So we'll put the episode up and then we'll put, you know, anything we talk about. I mean, even if it's like, who do you have a crush on? For me, right. um, I told you this the other week, it still hasn't changed. I have like a huge, like major crush on uh, the governor of Kentucky. I think he's just the right amount of mix oh, of like God, that sweet guy you want to take baby. home, but then also like that nerdy, like, 
I just, uh, I can't get enough of him. So, um, I just, I just absolutely love him. Um, and yeah, so let me go back up here because our next thing is who would your hall pass be? So who is your hall pass? I mean, mine of all time is Matt Damon. You know, I mean, oh my God, give me Matt Damon all day (laughs) for an identity shower scene. Mm. That's where I'm at. That's a good one. That's a good one. Not talented, Miss Ripley. I'm not into the skinniness. I'm into (laughs) give me that man meat. You know, lay it out. I'm I'm ready. Oh, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. I mine is um, Kyle Chandler uh, from Friday Night Lights. He is so freaking hot i like those eyes are so sultry stunning and his accent which i always assumed he was from the south he's actually from buffalo new york and then in my past life when i traveled every week and was a consultant i had clients up in buffalo new york and then i wasn't super surprised because they're kind of like like um blue collar just kind of yeah yeah it's just i can't get enough he's so fucking hot okay so um another thing is Whitney do you have access to your purse right now I do well we're going to do a little experiment we're gonna see what's in each other's purses so I'll go first I actually have a backpack right this second because um Yesterday, I went up to Tahoe to do a site visit for a house that I'm working on. So I took my backpack because I knew I was going to be on a construction site. And so I didn't want to get my new purse dirty. So I'm going to go through. So I personally always have a couple things in any of my bags. And normally it's like 3000 things of, you know, lip products and things. But right now in this backpack, I have a pencil from my stay at the proper hotel in San Francisco, which is the coolest freaking hotel and it was designed by Kelly Wurstler. It's like so amazing. So I have a pencil from there that I stole because it's like really cool looking. I have uh, a little clippy that I got on Netta Porter uh, that is like this really cool tortoise shell with like these cute little blush details in it. Um, I have a hair tie. I have a slip scrunchie, which by the way, I love, love, love any, all the slip silk pillowcases, but their scrunchies are the bomb. So I have one of those. Um, I have a Nivea uh, chapstick, which I'm actually using right this second as we talk. I have, um, oh, one of my favorites is the La Mer uh, lip balm. It's like $30. It's so stupid, but it plumps your lips up and it makes your lipstick look so freaking good. It's worth it. Um, and I stopped breastfeeding a couple weeks ago, but evidently still in my purse is some lanolin cream and it soothes and protects sore nipples. So, uh, I don't need that anymore, but you know, what the hell still have it in my purse. Um, Jess, I'm obsessed with that stuff, by the way, you've got me hooked to it. Oh, it's the best. So I also have a Burt's Bees lip balm. So I've got that too, just in case the other ones weren't. Ooh, I'm going to do this too right now. I forgot I had this. Um, I'm all about natural remedies. I'm a bit of a hippie at heart. And I have in my bag right now this thing that I bought uh, at a little hippie crystal shop slash like home remedy called um, Breathe Me by this company called Nectar. And this one is energy and mood boost. And you put these on your hand and you rub them together, your hands, so they get warm. And then you inhale the scent. And so... Mm, I forgot I'm going to get this out and put it on my bedside table. So that is an all natural breathe me energy mood boost. And it's like the citrusy thing. Oh, it's amazing. I have one for sleep too. I have that. Um, I have one random diamond earring um, and don't think I'm being braggadocious. <laughs> it's like literally the size of a dust, a piece of dust. Um, I had taken it with me at one point to see if I could use this when I got my, uh, when I was going to try to get my second, uh, uh, ear piercing on the same ear. And so it's, it's, it's literally more, uh, I think metal than anything else. Um, and I can't find the other one. Uh, and I have more essential oil. This one, my only friend out here and my family member, but well, she's married into my family. I'm a, I, I love her Jory. She gave me this essential oil called women's balancing oil blend. 
and it's supposed to help with stress and it's amazing. So I have that in there too, because I mean, can't have enough of those. Uh, I have some keys to a place that I have no idea where exists. And Whitney, I have now been gone from Louisville for almost two years, but I have attached to it a thing to the Blairwood Tennis and Swim and Fitness Center, which I haven't belonged to in close uh -huh. to three years. Uh -huh. um, so who knows where those keys go to? I also have the most recent um, El Decor. I have the most recent Architectural Digest and Southern Home, which, by the way, is one of my favorite magazines of all time, and they're hard to find places. I have a jump drive, a clicker, because in my past life, I did a lot of presentations, and so I always had to have a clicker with me. Um, oh, more lip stuff. Um, didn't use this one very much, some tart one, which I'm, I, I didn't like, so I'm not going to give you guys the details on that. My favorite one ever was this, was this brand called Accrue that I bought, literally used it all the way down to the nub. Uh, called Mid Midtown Mauve, and you could buy it at um, the place I got my hair done in Louisville. Uh, what was it called? Like Benny and Friends, but then they changed their name. Um, but I yeah. bought it there. And then, oh, I love this thing. This Isla lip uh, exfoliator. It's like the greatest thing ever. Um, it's, I just, uh, I'm obsessed with that. So that's in there. And then I also have a tape measure, which I have with me at all times. Um, I have an agave lip mask by bite that I use every single night before I go to bed, my wallet. I have some plain gloves from where I was at the site visit yesterday and didn't want to touch anything. Um, I have a plumping, uh, lip balm that I also got from my esthetician. Um, I have this other thing that I used all the way down to the bottom and I don't know how you pronounce it. It's like ooze or ease. It's uzi. And it's supposed to train your lips not to need lip balm. Um, I, the, it's still out on that because I'm obsessed with lip balm. So I don't even know if I would even stop. Um, I have a pen with my name on it um, from my last company. Another pen. Um, oh, this is cool. I forgot about this. I have this really cute lip balm that my mom gave me um, that is made by... Um, assault survivors called don't tell me to smile and it's this rose orange flavor and it's amazing and it's also a really great cause so i have that lip balm too and i have some hand sanitizer from delta which i'm really excited i found because i didn't even know i had this in my bag and i'm running out of hand sanitizer um and I have a lipstick from my sister because she worked at a Nevada salon and I really like this one. It's called Pink Stone. And I know I've talked about these a lot, Whitney, but these little um, like corkscrew bobby pins that I yep. use all the time to like give myself like an updo on the go because they are really secure. And if I don't have a hair clip, I'm always putting my hair up in these. And that's what I have in my purse right now. Well, Jess, good, good Lord, are you carrying it's, on a damn suitcase? I mean, it's a pharmacy in there, absolutely. You know, that's my first comment. <laughs> um, so, oddly enough, I did a um, purse clean out earlier today, so mine is more minimal, but... Good for you. Um, yeah, well, you know. So, first and foremost, I'm uh, type 1 diabetic, so I've got all my medical supplies, which good. I get here on a pharmacy at all times, so I've got my... Uh, one touch meter. I've got my uh, glue shoes, which are actually they're invented for marathon runners, but they're great for low blood sugar. Ooh. So all my type ones, holler at me. <laughs> I've got a wet, <laughs> a wet mini travel hairbrush, which I literally my Ooh. hair is basically a horse mane, so I have to have a hairbrush at all times. Otherwise, I completely freak out. I've got a uh, Target. Um, receipt which no shock there no um that's from today by the way i was at target twice today um <laughs> wearing a mask of course i've got some orbit gum <laughs> orbit gum i've got uh more blue shoes and insulin pen i've got a ricola Ooh. um and disclaimer here kids it's not because i'm uh, covid19 positive it's because i'm addicted to the flavor of the sugar-free ricola <laughs> no so cough necessary that. No cop necessary. I've got about 14 hair things because uh, back to the horse's main idea. <laughs> I've got, oh, this is the best. So this is a lip. It's like a chapstick, but it gives you color. Ooh. Arrow Boost. What? Color enhancing lip balm. And it's the absolute shiz. 
Ooh, uh, got um, a Chanel uh, Healthy Glow Lip Balm Medium, which is one of my go-to faves. I've got, um, oh, hair clips. Hair clips go mm. for that half up, half down. Always. Oh, I have a pack of stevia. Ooh. Sweetener Co. Because <laughs> you never know when you're going to need a little sweetness in your life. You know what I mean? You no, know, never, 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 never. Oh, know. and wouldn't you have it? I've got another Target receipt. How <laughs> you? Um, <laughs> That's inspiring. I mean, I feel oh. like I need to know what. I mean, you're buying a Target. Oh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. What do we got? We got an exhilaration wrap top, which Ooh. I'm sure I need. Bark fins. Oh, God. Those things are What are they? Uh, the uh, dark chocolate little bark fins. You know, Ooh. they oftentimes like coconut or almonds. They're so good. Dude. What? You would love them. Oh, yeah. You would love them. The hit peas. So that's the cauliflower puff. Okay. Um, vegan. Um, chip alternative. They're Ooh, phenomenal. Yum. I got a just water, which is the um, cardboard box water. Oh, yeah. Um, so it doesn't use plastic, which is great. And yes. a Google Petite Syrah, which Ooh. I mean, you know. I mean. And that's it. That was, that, that was it for that one. I mean. And then my last thing in my purse is the uh, Blessed Mother. So I have a uh, look at you uh, pendant that I carry around with me to protect at all times. <laughs> It's funny because we both, we both, I would say are non-practicing, practicing spiritual people. And I am, I'm not a church person. I grew up going, I was baptized Catholic, grew up in Presbyterian church. I just am not into it. Even though I got married in the church and everything, I'm just like not into organized religion right now. I'm just kind of like not into it. You know, I'm like really not into anything that's like organized, uh, at all like I think that any group of people that get together like that like that can be dangerous whether it's religion politics you know I mean for fun I don't know I just think that when anybody is in a pack like that just never that just not a lot of great stuff comes from it and I apologize if I offend anybody but I'm just not into that I'm sorry um but you know what I am into crystals (laughs) (laughs) Do I believe in a higher power? Absolutely. I think that that exists. Uh, I mean, I feel like it's probably a woman because I get more done. But um, I've got on my bedside table right now two stones that, Winnie, I think you should get. One is Absolutely. a quartz because they amplify um, other, other stones. And the other one that I'm really trying to amplify right now is my citrine. And citrine is the, is the crystal of abundance. And my boss told me about it because she, she carries it with her like all the time. And it is supposed to help you in your business and in your life and help you with savings. And it's, it's pretty amazing. So you're supposed to, these are a couple things that she's, she's taught me. Number one, you should have citrine with you. And number two, you always put the toilet seat down, not, not the toilet seat that you go pee on, right? I'm talking about the actual lid. The toilet lid should be down at all times. And the reason God, why really? is because it's supposed to be a bad thing for money loss. You're supposed to keep your toilet seat down at all times because it prevents money from draining. So Fun fact. So well, when Fred leaves that toilet seat up, I'm like, what are you trying to do, drain our bank accounts? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. And he's like, no, I think like your thousand, um, you know, purchases on eBay this weekend actually is doing that. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck you. I don't need you to boss me around. This is a 1950. I can spend right. our money if I want to. Anyway, like, <laughs> chill. So that's, that's, that's what my biggest thing was for us to go through that. So, um, last, what I want to do is I want to kind of talk about, um, this coming week and what our goals are. So I'm going to go ahead and get to our next little section. So, So for our last little section here, we're going to talk about our goals this week and we read our horoscope, kind of know what's coming. uh, And I want to talk about um, not only what our goals are as far as kind of um, 
maybe our spiritual goals, things that we want to do as far as like, you know, self-improvement, things like that. But also on top of that, you know, what, what, what are our tangible goals as far as, um, you know, what are getting our, getting our areas together? Cause that's the biggest part of our horoscope for this week is it sounds like there's going to be a lot of nesting and centering. So working on our surroundings, our home, cause we're spending so much time in them. So, um, for me, um, my biggest goal is I'm trying really hard to work on clean eating. I've n- not done a great t- job this past week, but I had done good the last three weeks. Um, I'd been walking every day. And um, my goal this week is to get back to that is I want to start walking again every day. I, I don't think there's any excuse for me not to just like walk to, you know, around the block twice. That's crazy. But I'm struggling to do so. Um, and I want to figure out like, I want to get back into the routine of like, what can I do as far as planning? Like, what am I going to have for dinner that I'm going to be excited about that isn't going to be okay, I didn't plan. So now I'm going to have three quesadillas with extra sour cream and, you know, hot sauce, because that's been my go to meal. Um, So that's kind of what my goal is as far as like my like working on myself. Um, And then also, uh, I want to kind of work on uh, organizing my life a little bit more trying to find some sort of um, schedule as far as kind of feeling better, uh, that I'm, I'm at home and I don't really, I don't get to leave anymore. So while I'm at home, like what can I get done during the day? Like how can I have some sort of routine? So that's kind of my goal. I don't know what that looks like yet, but that's what I'm trying to manifest there. So, uh, what about you, Miss Witt? Jess, I'm 100% with you. Could not agree more. So my goal, um, you know, prior to quarantine, I was doing orange theory mm-hmm. you know, six days a week, really diligent on my diet. Um, and I found it's really easy as we all know to get out of that routine. Oh yeah. So I'm trying to get back in a routine. So my goal, um, throughout quarantine is actually to, to, to run three miles a day, Oh my God, which I've been good. pretty successful at doing. Um, but it's, I'm still getting weight, which is really frustrating. So I'm incorporating HIIT workouts 30 minutes a day and then try to do three miles. But, you know, my issue comes down to what I eat in the kitchen and I struggle with the amount of food that I eat. Me too. I'm an eater. So, you know, I'm trying to get that under control just like you are. And it's very tough. It is. Because when you're at home, it's just like easy. Oh, my God. It sucks. You know, it's like tonight I had a turkey burger, Mm. bunless, with coleslaw that I put olive oil in avocado and salt and pepper on yeah it's actually delicious but it's like i'll probably still wake up tomorrow and gain weight which is frustrating <laughs> you know what i mean so well it's like, yeah especially you know, because as women it's like a guy could go on one run and like they're they've lost weight you know for me it's almost sometimes exactly. feels like the harder i try like the harder it is so i'm trying to work on like being 100%. patient with myself that like i tend to like you know, the the more serious I take it in like a bad way, sometimes the worse I do. So I'm just trying to yeah. like incorporate it in my daily life. So it doesn't feel like, oh, I've got to do this. It's more like, oh, okay. Sure. Like, exactly. It's a choice. Mm-hmm. A cho- yeah, a choice, not a choice. Exactly. And I agree 100%. And that's what I'm trying to do too. But it's, you know, for me, food will always be the hardest thing. It's never going to be exercise. I could exercise all day Ugh. every day but it's what i put in my mouth that matters i know but i just do love food so much yeah, oh, so it's so hard oh so yes yeah, so that's fine and then what about for your house because you actually bought a new house you have a new roommate and a new lover yes. well an old six yeah. month lover but you know like six month lover. yeah and so, so what are you doing been, um we've been going through and sorting so like today we put a bunch of stuff in the attic because i don't have a garage um, so today was kind of our like organized, consolidate, clear out day, which I'm so thankful for because it makes such a difference in like your overall well-being. Yep. Um, and then we also hung some framed artwork, which Ooh, was great. So nice. You know, all in all, it was actually a relatively productive day. Nice. Which, thank God. Well, that sounds amazing. Uh, for me, mine's going to be, um, selling a bunch of my, my, shit that I've collected that I've like, Oh, I'll save this for a project. Um, and, but yet now I'm just like storing in my garage and I don't have room for stuff that I actually need. Uh, and then kind of putting a plan for like how I'm going to execute my space. I have like, it's my house is tiny. It's 1100 square feet. So, you know, I could 
throw a spoon and it would land, you know, on the other side of my house. <laughs> and I just, it, it's just so it's, I need to figure out a really good flow for um, the living area. So that's my plan this week. Um, and then also, you know, I, I want to figure out a way to get my main living and kitchen to be some, a place that I want to hang out and enjoy because right now there's such a mess that I spend most of my time in my bedroom. And I just, it's so unhealthy because I can just get sucked into my bed all day long. So that's really my goal for that. And, um, I guess my other thing is I need a recommendation from you because we're going to give a recommendation every week on something to try. So, um, can you recommend a TV show that I need to get into? Oh my God. So Jess, if you've not started little fires everywhere, please do. I have not. Okay. Oh, you are going to be obsessed. I started it, um, on Sunday and I'm almost finished the entire season and it's unbelievable. Okay, perfect. So I'm going to watch that because I need something because I just finished my recommendation for you, which is, did you watch season one of, uh, dead to me? Yes, I love it so much. Okay, have you started season two? No. no, Okay, it is amazing. It's so good. It keeps you on your toes the entire time. They're both such great actresses. It's I I watched the entire season two in two days. So you're obsessed with Christina Applegate. Oh, she's so good. And um, spoiler, uh, the the guy, what is his name? The actor. Oh my god. I'm blanking on his know. name. I'm going to pull it up right now. His name. Is it really a, the, uh, the attractive. Very actor. attractive. That, James yeah. Marsden. That's who it is. Yeah. Who plays yeah. Steve. Um, you'll just, you'll get to see a lot more of that actor, but I won't tell you exactly how. So, um, okay, yes. So that's yours. So I'm going to watch Little Fires Everywhere. You're going to watch Dead to Me season two. We'll discuss that next week because we don't read. And that's important yeah. for you guys to know. God, if yes. you need yeah. a recommendation, we've got it. I can bullshit and tell you a summary of any book ever because I've, I've researched it. I've heard other people recommend yep. it. I love to sound smart, but I can't, I do not read. It gives me a headache. I don't enjoy it. I love a magazine. I love to, I love I pictures. I just, I can't do okay. it. I can't. No, I've, I've read the first chapter of every book. I'm too lazy to even get to the last chapter. So we're not going to do a book club. We're going to do a television show club. So or podcast. Oh, podcast. Yes. 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 But anything that we do not have to read, we're going to talk about. So that's it. So I hope you guys enjoyed our first episode. This is Two Pisces and a Pod. Um, I'm ready to get ready for, I guess, us to shift into our nesting phase this week. Sounds like we've got some emotional baggage that's going to be weighing us down later on. So we've got to keep our chin up. And uh, you guys have a great week. I know that we're going to try our best to have one too. So I love you, Witty. I miss you tons and I, I will talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye.